Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hi. Happy Black History Month. Hey. Hello, hello. It's time for Africa. Man, I have to snatch that out like the <laughs> NFL. I was like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> um, you snatched her right on now. I'm sorry. Do what? Ah, so yeah. What part are you talking about? February, the best month, not only because it's my birthday month, but because it's Black History. Mm-hmm. And we love being Black. Right. As fuck. I love it. Right. So, what have y'all been doing all week? Just working? Baby, working. Yeah. Being slave to capitalism? Yeah. Fortunately, unfortunately. But I've been waiting for Monday. <laughs> so I can go see. Um, what do you want to go see? I want to see Birds of Prey. What? You could, that's all now. Why you didn't go see it? Well, uh, oh, you haven't I, been off. Well, I okay. So I always like going with Z. So when I get off, Z's going to work. Oh, uh, okay. So we both, um, fortunately, with his schedule change, have the same days off. So we oh, good. Yeah. Go so Mondays what? Sunday. Oh, Monday, Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm off Monday through. Did y'all go Thursday see it already? Mm-hmm. Nope. We're gonna uh, go today. Oh, sickening. So that's why I want to um, go see. Definitely. Oh, I'll go with y'all. If y'all oh, okay. want to be by yourself, let me know. Because uh, I did want to see. I went to see um, Bad Boys yesterday. How was it? You say we do? I huh? said we don't. Oh, okay. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be the third week. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Diamond. You all, no. We always no, no. have fun when we go together. I don't, no, no, no. I, I, I always, always I think you busy. No, I wasn't thinking it like that. I just know, you know, sometimes when I want to be with my trade, I want to be with my trade. So I know the family. Um, I went to see... Um, Bad Boys finally yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was pretty good. I I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. Were they moving slow or were they moving fast? In the uh, movie? you know, a medium. Speed. It was a cute little eight. <laughs> it was a cute little eight. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't um, still disappointed. I wasn't ex- 
like, ooh, they boy this out. It wasn't like that either. It was well, cute. Well, it isn't bad. The cutest moment was um, the dude, the little boy. I don't know if it was in the first one or the second. I think it was the first one. The one that came to the door to Oh, I, I didn't take watch it. it. You never watched none of the bad boys? Oh, yeah, I did. I watched the first and the second one. That's what I'm talking about. So, y'all remember when one He's of- at Marcus' house. He was at, no, no, no. They, he was coming to pick up Martin's daughter. Okay, gotcha. And the the little boy who was coming on a date. Right, with the quarrels. Okay. And, the, and, and Mike and Marcus came to the door with like shotguns and his wife beat her on, talking mm-hmm. about, just trying to scare the boy. Mm-hmm. In, in three, in this one, he's marrying the daughter. Like oh, they wow. had, their relationship has continued and they're married. So he's in the... Interesting. It's a cute little part where they have, um, they are there, you know, they're doing something I want to ruin for people, but it's a cute little part where he, he, the actor comes back. Okay. And oh. it, it's super cute. It's, it's super, and he's a grown man now and not a teenager. Interesting. <laughs> so it's super cute. Yeah. Um, he, it doesn't have anything to do with the storyline, but it's just a cute little moment. And I thought it was cute. Oh. Um, yeah. So I went to see that yesterday. Um, what else? Um, that's all I've really been doing. Me and Vanessa and Deja went out to eat. How was okay. um San Francisco, right? No, that's this week. I got it that this week. Oh, the empowering trans women or self love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That How was that? It hasn't happened well, yet. No, it comes oh, this week. It's this, this week. week. I travel. Okay. I go. Okay. After I that, leave Thursday. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I haven't done that yet, but it's yes. I'll be in. Let's announce it. So I'll be in. <laughs> I'll be in San Francisco um, at um, Commonwealth Club of San Francisco with um, Brianna and Aria um, of um, Transgender Culture District. I think that's how you say it. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Um, it will. I think we've already posted it on March's plate, so that's mm-hmm. coming up, and it's exciting. Okay, um, yeah. The last event must sound like it was really fun, so I'm pretty sure this one is going to be just as bomb. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going. I think it's going to be good. Um, did I talk about that? Is the last it, event, um, yeah. Like how spirit, how spiritual it was, and on the show. Like the, yeah, you did. Oh, I don't know. Did if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, it was it was last year sometime. You know, they flew you out. You guys um, got to speak to different types of people, and like y'all did a lot of spiritual stuff. That was recently. Oh, you talk about something totally different, me. Oh, okay, so that I'm yeah. definitely off. Okay, <laughs> but, but that you, but that was great. Okay, the same people but different event. Uh, well, yeah, that's what it, it I'm was saying. Great. It's the same people, you know. So the the event definitely is gonna be nice. Yeah, the event you talk about was more um, geared towards like retreat, self care. Mm. This is more just talking about a subject on stage. Is more it um, okay, like a panel? Yeah. Isn't Aria, that's her name, right? Aria mm-hmm. Zaid. Didn't she help um, coordinate like trans, a transgender district? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's her, that's the spawn, one of the sponsors. Oh, yeah, okay, her, okay. Cool. Yes, 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 cool, yes, yes, cool. yes. Oh my God. I want to thank all the people who have been um, checking out my channel now that it's back. I did a live show um, Friday and it was really, really good. It's, yes. It was so fun. I really enjoyed it. So I think I'm going to do a live show every 
Friday at like seven to eight o'clock because okay. I'm just chilling at home and I can just talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it kind of is a source of um, just kind of um, there's some there's some people that was like donating and um, oh, and cool. it's this little <laughs> this little situation that's on um, on the chat where if you ask a question and you donate a little small amount of money, mm-hmm. it'll make the chat the question go on the top for a certain amount of time. It's called uh, Super Chat, and it was it was really fun. I really enjoyed it, and um, kind of like on Chatterbait when they try to have you. <laughs> When they try to pay you money to do stuff. Yeah, kind of that. Yeah, kind of like that, but it's just not nasty. <laughs> so it just kind of, they lead you, they lead the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like you can have a norm, a regular subject, but the audience leads the conversation. And it oh, was, that sounds like fun. you know, but you can ask a question without having to donate, but just, a, you, it just has it built into where I'll be able to see it better if it's a donation and um and they asked me a lot of stuff we talked about um dating trans men Mm. um we talked about um non-binary folks and my issue with people who have a problem with them um we talked about it's still up right yeah, it's still up. Okay. It, they, if you don't experience it live, it goes up as a recording after the live is over. And so you still can watch it and check it out. You can't donate, but you can still watch it. <laughs> um, but I'm going to try to go live every Friday, either 7 or 8. So I'm going to do it between 7 and 8. So I might not start at exactly 7, but I'm not going to start any later than eight. So it's between seven and eight. So it just depends on the timing of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to try to go at least an hour. This particular time I went like an hour and 20 minutes um, because people just kept asking questions. (laughs) I'm always here for that though. But it was cute. I I definitely had fun. It was exciting. And um, yes, we can, we make sure you check it out. Um, You can search for Diamond Styles. There is actually now two pages up. If you search Diamond Styles, the, oh, yeah. the one that I do live on is the one that has like 10,000 subscribers. Um, so, yes, if you are on my old page, I'm going to end up switching back to, um, if you're on my new page, I'm going to end up switching back to my old one. And so, yes. So, come join me and we talk. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now, listen, I know that what is basic Trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. What's basic <laughs> for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. To start off this Black History Month, I wanted to share with our audience some people who are still living, doing amazing work, who set a standard in taking care of trans people and the community surrounding us. Who I'm going to start with is the amazing Earlene Budd. Earlene Budd is a transgender woman 
constantly fighting to make a difference in the lives of transgender women and other members of the LGBT community. She is one of the founding members and a former executive director of Transgender Health Empowerment Incorporated, founded in 1996. The Transgender Health Empowerment Incorporated was the only agency in the District of Columbia that exclusively worked with transgender population. Their services included transitional housing, HIV and AIDS testing, support groups, individual counseling, transgender sensitivity workshops, and they even had a drop-in center which operated in the evenings that provided showers, laundry facilities, clothing banks, snacks, and referral services really setting a standard in regards to the care of trans folk in this particular city that has been mimicked around the country. Erling currently is a treatment adherence specialist at the Family Medical Counseling Services Incorporated in Washington, D.C., serving clients who are trans, gay, lesbian, just still doing the work. Erlene has more than 20 years of expertise in working with special populations and HIV and AIDS. Miss Bud also is one of the Districts of Columbia first transgender women who work for the Office of Human Rights as a commissioner and was recently appointed to the Mayor's Commission on HIV and AIDS. Erlene describes her everyday life as wanting to just help somebody. I want to thank you, Erlene, for really doing the work and setting the example of how to really be impactful when it comes to the trans community that you are a part of, that you want to see thrive. And I thank you. And that's Trans 101. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So somebody with the Twitter handle underscore Xander underscore Walker. Um, hey, Xander. He always comments. He said, or they said, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not for sure what I'm pronouncing. Um, they said, I'm listening to Marsha's play, and it's inspired me to spill a little bit of personal business. And it was just a thread of... Um, how you d- how they deal with their own 
issues on masculinity and gender and um, just the obstacles that come with being open, but being authentically themselves mm. basically helps them, if that makes sense. Mm. And just being um, personal. And I just want to ask you guys, why is that important? Because I know some people are like... I'm not a guy. Why you keep calling us I'm guys? sorry. I'm joking. You, I'm you, totally <laughs> joking. <laughs> okay. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm totally joking. Sure. But you guys some people like I'm that. I'm real extra. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like one of my fears is to offend people too. I'm like, oh, Jesus. My heart dropped. I was like, oh. No. You know how people be real serious. I be like, What? <laughs> Baby, listen. <laughs> I was like that though. I only do that with cisgender people. I have to. If I feel like you're giving it, and I'm sitting with some oh. guys, some dudes, and or even that, like I remember somebody was like, "You dudes need to be quiet," and I was like, "Dudes, yeah." And they were like, "But dudes can be from for a girl or a guy." And I was like, "Bitch, no. dudes is is for." I, I would be extra, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I felt like they were trying it, so you yeah. know, sometimes you got to pull it. Yeah, sometimes you can tell that it's shade, but when I hear people say guys. I don't really be tripping because that's mm-hmm. everybody says that. Like I, you said, I said, mm-hmm. a lot of people said. And I don't know if that means you should be able to try to change that, but I don't. I just, I, it's just funny when I <laughs> catch people and try to do, be like joking, be like, "I'm not a guy. Why you keep calling me a guy?" Because it just, it's funny because I know there literally are people who are extra like that. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Like, oh bro, God. that burns my puss. Don't oh. call me bro. <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> don't scare me like that. <laughs> anyways, um, about being personal. Yeah, I know some people feel like we shouldn't talk about personal business, especially like family. I remember um, being asked this question at our our live show in New York, but um, that really that really made me see how the importance of telling your own story is. Even if you feel like it's nothing to you because, you know, it's just your life. It's just like, oh, whatever. And, you know, sometimes talking about personal stuff can be uncomfortable depending on the situation. So why is that important to y'all? Uh, well, it, the reason why it's important to me is because I just I, I there's so many people who were uh, who were just so carefree about what people thought about them and about like personal things about themselves and I I was able to connect to them and and feel like I wasn't alone and I was like you know what if I ever had the chance to like express myself and let people know that that may be in my situation or may have been in situations um like me that they're not alone because there are a lot of things that you go through in life that you're like damn I must be the only person they go through that's going through this and I think it helps to know that you're not the only person going through this and it's it's people that are going through the same thing that you're going through and triumphing and 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 building better lives so I think that's the reason why I th- I think it's good um just to let people you're not alone for me it's two things the the first thing is i ain't got time to be keeping up with airs and shit like keeping up with lies or keeping up with a certain level of um whatever fakeness that people Mm -hmm. be putting up like a persona yeah like a persona 
I don't have time for that. Like, I just want to, if I want to come on mm. and talk about sucking dick, I want to be able to talk about <laughs> sucking dick. If I want to be able to talk about, you know, my mama being on crack, I, I want to talk about that. If I want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever, whatever I want to talk about, good, bad, classy, unclassy, ladylike, unladylike, whatever. I don't the care. Good, the good, the bad, bad and, and ugly. ugly. Yeah, yeah, I want to be able to do that. I don't want to be able to. I don't want to be stuck in this box of, ooh, I don't want to say that. People going to think this or, um, oh, that's going to make me look bad. Or uh, I don't want to ever be in that type of box. I don't ever want to be in that kind of restriction, especially on a platform that I control. Why would I, mm-hmm. why would I put my, something that I say is for People who like me, people who want to hear about me. Why would mm. I put myself in those kind of restrictions where I want to, um, you know, I want to be in that kind of box? I don't want to do that at all. The second mm. thing, what was you about to say? I was just about to say, kind of like quieting the things that make you yourself. Yeah, all That's of them. Yeah, like, I want you to see all yeah, everything. Yeah. The other thing is, um, so I don't want to put up any airs. And oh, and I don't want a motherfucker to be able to use some shit against me. Mm. Like if I tell all of my business, you can't tell nothing. Right. <laughs> you can't. Mm. You can't sneak and like when we talk about like Nikki tutorials, when motherfuckers was mm. like, "Oh, I want to blackmail you. I'm gonna tell everybody you're trans." Da, 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 da. Mm. I don't want a motherfucker to be able to come and pop me with some information when they trying to read mm-hmm. or when they trying to um, mm-hmm. be cute or whatever. You can't pop shit because I tell all of my motherfucking business. You can't mm-hmm. you can't pop me with anything. You can't tell anybody about anything about me that mm-hmm. I ain't told that, that other people don't have access to. Mm-hmm. You can't say anything. Gotcha. I, I I like that. I like to be able because I remember this girl. I got into it with her um, years ago. This girl I read on on YouTube, and <laughs> and she was back going in your around reading days. Back in, she hey, used to they have not videos done. They not done. Are they still up? <laughs> they, they, yeah, they still up, and they're not done. <laughs> the reading, they're still coming. They still can come. Still writing a book, <laughs> but the. And she was trying to make up these lies about me being on crack. I remember oh, that. You remember? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, of all things, like, of all the girls, the girls who barely know, I, I don't even smoke no weed. Why? Don't I, I don't even smoke. I'm like, how you get me all the way to crack? <laughs> 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 but you skip like, John Pills, <laughs> weed, yes. mushrooms, bitch. You, you know, I was like, right oh, to crack. And so apparently that's what she was telling people that I would that I left. Um, what did she say? I left Indiana. It was a long story. It was a long story <laughs> where I was like, oh. "What? You must not. You must not." Re- you must didn't realize that I have recorded 10 years of my life <laughs> on YouTube and people know <laughs> and I'm like it just was so strange but that is a perfect example where you can't pop me with anything Every, anything that you want to say about me is either going to be made up or if it's true I've already talked about it 
Mm-hmm. I've already talked about, you can't say, oh, yeah, she trying to be goody two-shoes activist chick. But I remember when she was hoeing and she had her dick out on, on, on X-Tube and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you probably can find some noobs of me somewhere. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I had a video of um, uh, video. I had a couple. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you probably they were mine. making me coins. Thank you. Yes, I'm sure, like I'm sure this... somebody screen recorded my OnlyFans back in the day. That's just got what it is. You know, that's what, and, 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 and those, and yeah. you can find Listen, them. Listen, I know X2, a girl X2 who made still up. because <laughs> they, they still bring in the coin. I know a girl who made like eleven thousand in a month off of OnlyFans, baby. Trust mm-hmm. and believe. There's a still a coin. There's still a coin out here, and we probably will still get it. Yeah, I know I would. Don't mind, but <laughs> but you you can't pop me with it. You can't. Mm. You can't act like you know, motherfuckers. No, it's not. It's not no. T- and if you yeah. don't know, you must be new to who I am because right. I don't hide things. I just mm. say the truth, and I ain't got no time for no fucking lying. Right. I don't got time to keep up with lies. I tell the truth because when when I come back and tell a story again, it's gonna be the same exact story. Mm. It's gonna be the same exact situation. It's not gonna be no lies because I don't. I want. I want whatever persona that I give to be the real me so that when you meet me in person, mm-hmm. you're not meeting some new person. Right. You're not meeting some new person that um, mm-hmm. is acting like something else. That is not who I am. I'm going to, you go, when you meet diamond styles, that's diamond styles. And so I'm personal because I want people who engage with a, pa- a platform that I control to, know who i really am mm-hmm. i don't i and and what mia said i think that was a perfect answer mm-hmm. i want you to relate on some kind of level on my humanity and the real person of who i am am i perfect no am i super super imperfect no mm-hmm. <laughs> so i I've just, i got a lot of uh, it's just me mm-hmm. and so um you know i want you to relate i want i want the interaction to be real I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be funny. I want it to be sad when I want it to be sad. Mm-hmm. I want it to be inspiring when I want it to be inspiring. Whatever is the real feeling that I want to convey in the moment, I want that to be real. I don't want to be able to, to pre- it to be pretend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people respect you more when they feel like you're honestly yourself. I think that's why um, Cardi B got so far. Yeah. So, because they people feel like, like that. we we can relate to this. We relate to her before she got famous and they supported her because like, I don't feel like this is somebody who's not authentic. And I think that's a, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of things that people who are coming up or they're, or to the rise of fame or whatever they're going. Um, a lot of people question their authenticity because they're not sure if this is a front or this, or is it, is it if this is a fr- hold on? They question their authenticity because they're not sure if this is a front and um, they're just putting on a face of what people want to see. And I, um, I be, think it could be that. Do y'all if think that's to be? So, we talking about like our own personality or personal business. Don't y'all do y'all see some girls who and guys who put on an image uh, that is rooted in their gender? Yeah, I see that a lot. Yeah. Like their transness is, if to me it feels like a show. Like you see the girls who 
Like they're walking realness all day long. All day long. <laughs> um, they gotta be in designer shoes. They gotta be in. They gotta give this high film all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, they gotta give this high masculine energy all the time. And they, they you see the ones like you see their. They'll be posting posts that's always critiquing other trans men. They're not critiquing anything else but other trans men who don't fit. Yeah, I see this all the time. Well, when they post shit, it's always about other trans men who um, who don't fit stereotypical cis heteronormative stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's always questioning that. Um, or you see the girls, the trans girls who, are, like you said, always um, walk in realness all the time. Like, it's no kind of real moment. It just seems like it's always, they're always putting on a show. Like a sport, kind of? Kind of. Like they're uh, using it as a sport? Uh, not necessarily a sport. Well, That's too. I think they, like, tie it, like, like into, like... <laughs> From what people, from the people around them, like maybe their their gay sisters and brothers. Sometimes you hear them mm-hmm. be like, "Well, they'll they'll um they'll police them and and tell them this isn't ladylike. Ladies don't do this. Um, you should you should be able to do this as a woman. These are the criteria that a woman should be. And if that's what you inspire to be, this is how you're supposed to walk, talk, and live your life." Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it's it seems like it's always put it on, and it's like. When is the real moment coming on? And then, then I'm kind of oh, like, maybe it's me it. tripping. I get it. Because sometimes they'll, it'll be like, you know, there are some cis people that are like, I always want to put my best, put my best face forward all the time, and so you're never gonna see me in a bonnet. You're never gonna see me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm always gonna be on, mm-hmm. and so. That's not reality to me. I don't think that's negative either. It just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like it's unrealistic. And, but then I'm like, then then also in my mind, I'm like, some people are online. They just want that image. They just want that perfect image out. And they don't consider online to be real life. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And so they just want to put whatever image they have. (laughs) For me, online is just an extension. It's just a tool. It's not, I'm not saying that it's reality, but Mm -hmm. it is an extension of who I am. Right. It is, it's an extension. It's like, um, it's just who I am. So I can't think of, so sometimes you're going to get the pristine, cute, dressed up, you know, diamond, but you also go. Sometimes I'm just gonna cut the camera on. Yeah, but a I'm lot of people chilling. like dictate who you are as a person, especially if they have never met you in person. But like, oh, this do is, they though? Yeah, they they, this they is, try to. Well, the reason why I'm saying this is because I know I've I know a lot of people who are lavish people online though, <laughs> and. Not in real life, but they're giving like these opportunities and stuff based on their their social their social media content or how they're presenting their themselves. And people actually think they're like this. So when I think they get a lot of opportunities, um, and the reason why is just because um, 
there's so many um, people who rely on social media platforms to like do business and and unfortunately it seems as though like the amount of likes and followers you have is like assessed to how dope of a person you are like you have to have like 100k or uh or a million or you have to have that blue check mark or in order to feel like you're that person when actuality that's just uh social media like <laughs> you can you don't even have to have pictures of yourself you could just take dope pictures and get a lot of likes and stuff like it mm. doesn't mean anything like, does it really help you in your real life? Like, there are people who have millions of followers but are broke in real life. Yeah, I do. I know some people who have had that ministry. I don't know. I just, it just, it's just strange for me. It's just, it's, I don't, it make me feel like you're, if you're doing it and it's always about gender and it's always about putting on this image, it just feels performative and unreal. And it makes me feel like you are just, putting on and I, I just don't I don't know that's just and it's just not me so I, I just I don't um I, and I'm not talking about like you could I, I understand wanting to look cute yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I get it I get that but I'm talking about I don't know I just it just sometimes it just seems way more performative than it I needs to it. be I get it I've seen that as well I kind of just be like well do what you want to do. <laughs> mm. That's your right. If you feel like, hey. You got to walk hey, in the heels you, every day. Do what makes you comfortable. Mm. You know, that's all, I, all I give a fuck about is my comfortability. So, Be the current. You know, do, do you. <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. But definitely be yourself. Be who, be however you want to be on um, your particular platform or in life, or however you want to do it. But, yeah. you know, I think if you're trying to relate to people. Be real. <laughs> yeah. Be real. Because nothing feels better than people authentically liking you for you versus the person that you they think portray you are. yourself as. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I know. I know. Sometimes I will say sharing personal business for me because I'm a man and because I'm a masculine man and because I don't want to present hyper masculine. There is a lot of pressure on me to talk about the things I talk about, such as like sex work and my genitalia and bottoming and stuff like that. It And just engaging with men, that's something I really battle with because it's not something I feel like I would engage in if I were a cis man. Mm -hmm. I was just about to ask you that. Because at the end of the day, I still feel like a straight man. I just think that. It's circumstantial. Like, my bisexuality is circumstantial, but there's nothing I could change about it. So, it's just me being myself. That's the only thing I can be. So, mm -hmm. I just have to embrace me being trans, and I can't concern myself with what-ifs and putting myself in boxes because that doesn't help anybody putting myself in a box as a man because I know it's cis men that deal with a lot of things that... I deal with mm -hmm. in my mind as well. So I do feel like trans men can be the, um, well, it seems like trans men are more of the um, pioneers of of talking about comfortability with penetration and um, the different things that happen. Um, it just seems like when that, it seems like that conver conversation the white ones is the black shifting. Ones. 
um, and more trans men are getting comfortable talking about our bodies. And as that goes, it's interesting seeing more cis men be more comfortable talking about their bodies and exploration. I'm not mm. saying that's where cis men are getting it from, but collectively I see these conversations happening. And so I want to be a part of that conversation as well because it's just the truth. So let me ask you this. What... <coughs> What have what had you holding on to the cis label? Because you just said that I consider myself a cis man, but then you said I, I my bisexual. Oh my bad, I meant straight. I mean, I'm not cis. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I said it wrong. You did say straight. You yeah, did say okay, straight. Okay. What um, what had you holding on to the straight label when you just also said that your bis- bisexuality is circumstantial and you're coming to grips with that? Why not just accept that? True. I I think that battle is because of genitalia. I feel like I wouldn't have, because I, I thought I was going to like die a virgin, I guess, so to say. I know the, diff, the conversation around virginity is different nowadays, but <laughs> I, did, I never thought I would experience intercourse okay. with cis men. Gotcha. Or even be attracted to men period because i'm i can be attracted to trans men too i've talked to trans men before but um i guess that's what makes me hold on to because i know that ultimately i always want to be with a woman want to marry a woman i always thought i was gonna marry a cis woman or be with mm-hmm. cis women i never thought about the possibility of caring or i i just thought i was gonna die not engaging in intercourse with men mm-hmm. So I feel like because of testosterone, it can it, it just awoken something. Mm, it's yeah. weird, like it it'll <laughs> like it's it's weird. I know some people might not experience it, but I do feel like it's more of a battle. It was a battle in my head for a long time, and mm. I feel like a lot of the times it could be that for cis men and trans men it could be that battle you you could have that you could want to you could desire penetration or the desire bottoming but it's something in their heads in a lot of people's heads and was in my head that makes you not engage with it. it and some people see it as like a temptation or blah 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 which it can be a temptation but it's only a temptation if like you don't if you're resisting right wanting it Right. right, and I, it was like that for a long time. Then I met a trans woman, which is Mia. I've talked to trans women before, but Mia is the first one I've met in person. And it's not to say that I'm with her for her genitalia, but I'm with her because it makes me comfortable. Like, we relate on that level. That's not the only reason, of course. But So is it circumstantial? So... If you had been a cis man, would you be this? Would you think that you would have the same mind frame? Ain't no telling, cause it's so you. So you think that you wouldn't? What? <laughs> no, he actually just said it. He said <laughs> because of your genitalia, it opened mm. up that door to be able to explore exactly that. Exactly, and because of hormones specifically, yeah. 
I think that testosterone has the potential to open up the woo's gates. <laughs> Wear it out. <laughs> so it's just it's just the facts. And I feel like a lot of a lot of I'm not saying all, but I feel like a lot of men, period, battle that. Yes, open sesame. And so I will Go say ahead. that's been the <laughs> hardest part about being open like that and people using it against you like you said the trans men shaming other trans men but i don't really pay attention to that shit but they're just mimicking the larger own. culture right they're it, just because that's what niggas do it's just something in my if, you, if they get their ass a they roasting them because they got the ass a oh oh you got your toes suck nigga that's gay if you got your ass a that's gay if you suck if a nigga's toes whoo that's a nasty mouth. I, my mouth ain't nasty, bitch. Oh, bitch. If, uh, if he, he got some lovely uh, feet, I'm oh, wearing them out. No. Honey, why are you messing with nasty men? <laughs> I've never seen no love. Well, I'm, maybe I'm just not paying attention. But I, just, I don't think men are that like hygienic unless they're femme or... Oh, no. Then that means you're choosing to mess with nasty men. I know some clean... Uh, very hygienic uh, cishet men. <laughs> so this whole I time you've been messing with cis men, they've been nasty and gross. I just don't trust them, so uh, I, I haven't been curious enough to be like, hmm. Oh, I guess. what's a given? Oh uh, well, I have seen some men with some pretty scrumptious, delicious feet. Oh! <laughs> now, I've no. seen some gross ones I, I'm not coming close to, but I've seen some that like, oh my God, your feet are so cute. <laughs> are you so fi- Okay, go honey, ahead. I, get you a piece. I, honey, I give me a piece of every part <laughs> of the body. <laughs> That's just, uh, if, I, if I'm if i into you, we, we wear it out. That's <laughs> just what it is. Come on so, I think I think that men... Look, I don't think that they don't explore. So I Mm -hmm. I think what it is is that they're not able to be open about what they are, Mm -hmm. what they want to explore, Mm -hmm. and it gives them mental restrictions. I think that they do explore. I think that's why we see down low men. Mm -hmm. That's why we see men. um, I was down low for a long time. It's it's so many things that we see them doing behind closed doors so i don't think it's stopping a lot of them from exploring i just think it stops them from talking about it and being open about it because they show out here doing stuff definitely (laughs) they show out here doing stuff especially (laughs) us as trans people we get in contact with the ones that want to explore and it's not just men it's women too because there's a lot of women who have Mm -hmm. contacted me um, especially really? in my escort days that be what? like, you know, I want to experience this. Me like, too. Th- that's just what it is. I, I want to experience That's enough. And or they'll say they'll say, I've never been with a woman, but I consider you a woman and I can be with you. Mm. This is their gateway. Just like we say niggas, this is their gateway into homosexuality. This can be a woman's gateway into homosexuality too. Mm. If they're used to dating cis men, and but they're attracted to things about a woman, and they see you as a trans woman, you got the parts, some, some of us, has the parts that they're used to, and the parts that they like in a woman. Right. Big ass, pretty face, titties, da-da-da-da-da. 
if they don't want to explore the vagina, you will mm. be a perfect person for them. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? And so they'll come and they'll see, they'll see, get, get on E-Rose, get on back page, and they see, oh, she's cute. Let me slide in her DMs or slide in her inbox. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's men and women. A lot of people, they... They will explore because you learn early on that you can't that, that that you that you can explore without people knowing. Mm-hmm. Even some trans folks are other trans folks gateway. I can see that. Not, <laughs> not, not for me. That's been my <laughs> experience. That's been my experience. Oh, I, was, I, was, I can see that. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know of, that. What kind of gateway? She always do this. Like she don't know <laughs> what's up. Like clarity. That's it. I've had some trans women hire me. You know that. You just being extra. Yeah. (laughs) And I've dealt with some trans women. I'm also not a purse shaker, so (laughs) (laughs) I don't shake my purse for nobody. (laughs) So, I I mean, maybe that's why. I guess I'm trying to think if I had the money to shake my purse for people that I want. Ain't nothing wrong with it if you ain't nothing, ain't nothing Shit. wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. It's wrong it for ain't me. Tricking if you got it. It's wrong for me because right. even if I got it, I ain't giving up on no coins. <laughs> but I'm trying to think if I was super rich, maybe I would change. Who, <laughs> who would I? Uh, who would you pay? You pay the Trumper. Who? Trumper. That nigga already rich. Why well, I'm gonna give him my money? <laughs> okay, if he was, nah, probably not. I'm trying to think of. I can't. I ain't made no nigga. I would be tricking off on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I can't think of nobody that was like, "Oh my God, I, him, him, be be the one." Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. If I was rich, I can't think. I it might be somebody. What if I they might. was an escort and you knew that they had to? Well, some tricks have the mindset of, "Oh, we about to do what I want to do." Oh, if I'm shaking my purse, we doing everything <laughs> my way. <laughs> if I'm shaking I'm my sure purse, I need everything. Somebody. I need all. That's a late client. <laughs> I'm a late client. Listen. Oh, I'm don't a late client, diamond. baby. I mean, don't, don't, don't let Diamond have Don't have. If you get a bitch named Diamond, don't answer the phone. <laughs> she wanted her way to highway, bitch. I'm not coming If I'm shaking it. my purse, you doing everything I like. <laughs> Man, My purse gets shook, baby. Everything gets shook. Be ready. <laughs> be ready. Yeah, I, I, I will be the latest. I will be the latest because you're going to have fun, but it's going to be my way or the highway. That's going to have to be a sickening coin. That's what they always but think. Definitely. You're going to have fun. Yeah. They always think you're going to have fun. <laughs> you're going to have fun spending my coin. <laughs> so regardless, you're going to have fun with a coin or a honey. But we gonna have fun. <laughs> I don't know. I literally can't think of a dude that I would have shook my purse for. What about you, Bill? If I were single, I would only do that not to have sex. I wouldn't like have sex with them. I would do it for like a date or something. Like what? if I was if I was bored or something, and maybe <laughs> I just wanted us. Yeah. A certain type of look, <laughs> you know. Why they do it to us? So why not? You know, make um, sure. No, but I would have to be coined out, like coined out. But yeah, hire you someone that <clears throat> fits the bill or something, and okay. you know, take you out and all the things, and, and not have no session. Um, 
guess. that would be boring if it was uh, just I day. guess, girl. <laughs> Baby. You sound like Baby. one of them tricks that's unsure uh, at the beginning where they be like, I ain't never dipped in this. Can I take you out on a Baby, date? Baby, if I shake my purse, this, we are dating. You giving up some buns. You giving <laughs> up some dick. You give, it's everything. You, every hole's open. <laughs> oh my gosh. If I'm shaking my purse, I'm going to have your full right. So I need the my full, full session. <laughs> well, baby, make sure you come loaded and prepared, bitch. <laughs> if I have I'm the, because I need client. to be rich. For me to shake my purse, I need to be rich, 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 rich. I would definitely so, be an easy client. So, oh no. Okay, you would I mean, you do I'm it if you were like, way older? Like if you was old? woman had a lot of coins if i was way older yeah you know i fun. think i would be one of those old women that was celibate i think that i'm turning really? into that what? really yeah I, I feel like i'm going in that direction interesting yeah because okay. i think the older i get the less interest yeah because you already had it all literally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I hey, get you. It's getting kind of. That's how it's been. Okay. And I'm not yeah. saying that's how it is now, but I, I <coughs> lost a lot of interest after a lot of experience. Yeah, when I've done stuff, it seems like literally the only thing that I have not done sexually um, is eat some Well, puss. yeah, I've never had no. I haven't engaged with a vagina at all. But. Mm. Well, with a, tr- a, a cis woman. It's... Any vagina part. Anything like that. Um. I have, uh, but as far as like within my range of stuff, mm-hmm. like I that I would want to do, I've never messed around with two dudes. I would kind of mm-hmm. want to play with that idea, but I also don't like the work that it requires. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm I I don't like being dominated, and mm-hmm. dudes who are willing to do that kind of train thing, they want. They want to do the, it's a dominant thing. Like, they getting their dick sucked and they fucking you and da da da. No, I won't. Or it could be My a different pattern if you want it to be. I, yes, and th- <laughs> but that's harder to get. Oh, with the it, type of dudes. With the you type like. of dudes that I like. Oh. They want to be the dominant ones. And I'm like, no, I want to be in control of the situation. And gotcha. that's hard to find, oh, um, especially with a trans woman where, you know, I got, I got tons of niggas who will mess around, but mess around in front of other niggas it's a whole issue and problem so so it's a lot of stuff that i have done that um and then it's a lot of stuff that i haven't done that i'm really not interested in and Mm. so if i got when i got older i just feel like i would just be disinterested yeah i get you yeah it just would be like okay what else (laughs) let me spend this money to go on a trip (laughs) (laughs) yeah Okay. But I think if I was if I was rich and I was young, it's in like now, younger or now, if it, being rich, I, it would be me creating experiences. It wouldn't be, mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't be just oh, I don't have access to this fine dude, and I just want to be able to trick off on him just to have him. I don't think it would be like that. It would be okay. like oh, I'm flying to Italy. And I want to do something sickening romantic. And I because I'm here just for a week, I don't have time to date and get to know nobody. And I want to have oh. a situation. 
And so okay. let me find somebody to make Come this situation And that's how my mind frame would be. But, but I wouldn't want to have sex. But we have a sex, honey. <laughs> Every hole needs to be honey, open. Yes, we are. We have a sex. I, I'm not tricking no coins and no nuts is getting busted. You're just being a trophy. Just do what I tell you to do. Oh, no. I want you to be a beta the whole night. You can Open get the that door, for free. Go do this. Go do that. You, can, I mean, I could, but then like you yeah. still have to compromise. Like I want this to be understood that you do what I say the whole entire time. Oh, you on oh, your patriarchy shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wear it out. <laughs> but I guess I am too. The role. <laughs> I guess I am too. <laughs> I guess um, so. Interesting. 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 All right. Well, we talked about that. Next topic. <laughs> that has led so many places. Yes. <laughs> That's what a good conversation is about. So in Brooklyn, New York, they're renaming the East River State Park after Marsha P. Johnson. Oh, word out. Right. So, I don't know exactly if it's going to be called Marsha P. Johnson State Park or I don't know. It doesn't say the specific name, but mm. they said it's after her. That is that's a that's good so cool. Black it history is. treat. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, I think that's good. I think that going forward, I think that our LGBT black pioneers are going to be honored mm-hmm. you know right. it's, it's happening, happening as we go yeah i yeah, think that's I a good see, thing i can see people ma- uh, making that conversation happen yeah they, mm-hmm. she already had a fountain there's a right. fountain on a pier that is named after her mm-hmm. um right on by christopher is it christopher street whatever that pier the main little pier mm-hmm. that, you know by um st- not far from stonewall the whole area um there's a fountain over there named after her which is cool when I saw that, one of my worries that I instantly had was like, what if somebody do some shit? But then I was like, mm, they probably wouldn't do that if people wasn't cool with it. I don't know. I don't know. But what like I thought vandalism? about. Yeah, yeah. I thought about like, what if people did like graffiti and shit? Say a tranny oh, park. No. I know. I mean, <laughs> it, might, it might be somebody be late like that, but um, I don't think so. I think it's such a you know, it's New York. Yeah, I don't know. Not that there is not no shady people in New York, but I could just see them being unbothered. Unbothered, <laughs> like okay. Oh, it's Marsha P. Johnson. Who's that? Oh, okay. Let's go to the park. <laughs> yes. the same park we've been going to for years. Right. They just renamed it. Yeah, right. I just can I, see it being kind of nothing. Just paying it. Yeah. Just right in Tranny Park and chalk. Like, <laughs> as long as you know it, uh, on, the, on the sidewalks and stuff. Okay, that's fine. As long as, as, long as you know it, know it girl. Fine. Right? Oh well. <laughs> okay. Um, but congratulations, Mother Marsha, Marsha, <laughs> Mother Marsha. Uh, yes. congratulations, Mother Marsha. That is a great honor, and it's good. I wish that you got your flowers before you were dead. But Shit, I wish they found a killer. Yeah. Well, you know, they usually don't find our killers, unfortunately. Yeah, statistically, no. Yeah. <sighs> well, Sorry, I had to. I, it's something I just thought about. But oh, that's okay. that's it's great fun. news. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah. She yeah. has a park named after her, and we are elated. Elated and grateful. Thanks, New York. 
Yes. Just, I wanted to talk about uh, Black History Month since today is Black History Month. And I had two questions. What is Black History Month to you guys? What does it mean to you guys as a... not a guy. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> What does Black History Month mean to you, Diamond, and you, Zaire? What exactly? And that's what you do. When you, when you don't know people about now, just talk about it now. Or say you people. You oh, nice no. people. I'm okay. Call nice me by my people. name. Don't call me people. You, <laughs> you nice people. people. No, nah, don't do that. These it's. <laughs> Did you hear what the it said? At least you didn't misgender me. <laughs> no, but gender me something. <laughs> I'm binary, bitch. But I wanted to know what you guys, um, how do you feel about Black History Month um, being a LBGT person? What? Being a trans person, being a Black oh. trans uh, person, how does Black History Month feel to you? And then also my second question is... Um, how do you think they can um, tie Black History, um, LBGT Black History, with um, Black History right now, and um, that way it'll be taught in schools as well? Like, how do you think they can do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I, because I am a pro-Black motherfucker, I'm always excited to learn something new. Um, when I, especially like online, like you see the same people kind of being regurgitated. Like, you know, you talk about mm-hmm. Bayard Rustin and you da 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 da. But I'm always excited to learn about somebody new mm-hmm. that I didn't pay attention to or I didn't hear about somebody new. So you get mm-hmm. the old people that everybody, you know, you get to talk about the Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks, the typical people. Tubman, yeah, but it's every year there's somebody. There's somebody that runs across either my timeline or mm-hmm. some podcast that I'm listening to because, you know, I listen to the baddest podcasts in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they always teach me something, some little nugget, some little um, something. They always teach me yeah. something, something. And I just I'm always excited to see when that nugget is going to come who is it gonna be from? Because I never some type of interconnectedness they mm-hmm. be bringing up. That's yeah. also interesting. There's always connect. Yeah, yeah. there's mm-hmm. some kind of history and some kind of connection that I didn't make. Um, and it's it's I, for me that's always exciting, and I'm always wanting. Mm-hmm. I'm always wanting to know when, mm-hmm. when that what when in the, am I gonna get it in the beginning of the month, middle of the month, end of the month? When it when is it gonna happen? And so. I'm always excited about that, but I'm also, I'm always excited about how people are responding, like the memes and oh the, yeah, and the um, you know just Twitter. the polls, Twitter, and all mm-hmm. how they are engaging with Black History Month, and mm-hmm. so I'm, it's always fun. It's just a fun little cute thing, yeah. that I love. Yeah, my favorite video that that's that I've seen recently is that <laughs> that girl running track and them <laughs> them two 
other women died that they were about to <laughs> cross the line and the the face she made the face they made when she ran past them. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. You haven't that. seen that? I sent it to you. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. What, what like they you... thought they was about to win. Yeah. And she zoomed right past them. Oh, I don't remember that, but that's funny. (laughs) 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 But for me, I think we kind of live in the era because of slavery not being that long ago. We live in the era where it's still a lot of black history going on. So that's interesting to see as I go through life, Mm -hmm. seeing so many people, um, break barriers and break records and become the greatest in what they do black people specifically um like Simone Biles um just just so many people just doing a lot of things and um knowing that it made an impact in the world on some type of way my favorite thing to look at though is what black people invented like I love to see the different things we invented, we invented like hygiene, everything, hygiene, the brush, maybe <laughs> some random soap. shit, <laughs> a, a toilet water. interchanger. That was like I've seen a lot of random things. I was like, well, damn, moisturizer like, your skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so little shit like that. You really nerf it. <laughs> the super soaker, right? He just exactly. got paid. So <laughs> many things. You wow. know, ladies mm. can f- make their hair straight without it being so damaged now. Yeah, so the f- hot comb and the flat So on. much, so much. That always amazes me. Like when right. it's some random new shit that I didn't know. I'm like, ah, do we? Do every fucking thing. <laughs> That's what it seems like. We started uh, like, civilization. Yeah, sure. yeah. We definitely but wouldn't have lights, you know. I think mm. if we're talking about how to incorporate um, LGBT issues, one of the things that I, I don't understand, cishet people, when they have a problem with it, it's like, I don't understand why this is a problem. Like, if you if this existed in history, this mm-hmm. event happened, this person played a part in the history, right. what's the problem with telling the history? Exactly. The problem is they want us to stay in our place, and they want us to stay at the bottom of the total pond, and, like, <laughs> they want to stay where they're at, and they don't want, they don't, for some reason, they think that children, kids' minds are so fragile that they'll just decide to change based on what information is presented to them like they don't have their own brain uh, just to read if it's the reality we're not talking about adding some new shit like mm-hmm. think about the the impact that if we talk about bayard rustin's impact on the march on washington and and the organizing all the organizing he did mm-hmm. in the movement back then, like how, the part he played, if we didn't minimize his place, it just, it just to me, if we talk about um, just everything, all the things that, that, that every aspect, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just don't take stuff out. Just leave it what's there. Don't, um, nobody's asking you to um, 
if it, to overplay it, we're just asking to be to me to be, I, added. To, be added to what what mattered. Like mm-hmm. don't don't make it seem like he didn't have a play play, play mm-hmm. a part at all. Mm-hmm. Just just it, it to me. I don't think it is fair. I don't think it's historically accurate. I don't think that it is. Um, I think it's a disservice to mm-hmm. historians and people trying to learn and students and everybody to erase that. And I think just adding it is important because mm-hmm. it's the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. Like tell the truth. We especially black people, we know the feeling of being erased. Mm-hmm. We know the feeling of having our story and our contribution to a situation be erased out of a narrative. Mm-hmm. We know that. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So just imagine like all the people you like have you guys seen like people who have found out which slave a uh, which which um slave in their history was able to become free and they're, like they're the reason mm-hmm. why their family was able to, you know, become who they are. Mm-hmm. That that's very it seems like it touches a lot of people and I know it would touch me mm-hmm. to know my history and to know where I've come from. And that's kind of like, and they, they kind that's kind of like what you are taking away from, um, LBGT youth, black LBGT youth. And when they don't know their, their history, they're like, okay, well, where are we at? But when you know that there are people that are just like you that were paved the way, that's going to give you inspiration. That's going to make you feel like you're not alone. And then think about like Africa. Yeah, I was we, just about to say it's it's unique to um, what I'm trying to say is I think our 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 unique perspective on our history is that we are Americans, Black Americans. So I I also like to see stuff about abroad as well and think about what we learned in school we learned a Mm -hmm. bunch of european i know more about european history than i do about african history they made sure we knew they made sure we knew about the monarch and (laughs) pre before america was um america and the tea party and and all kinds of shit like that like we they made sure we knew but we don't know about the kings and queens and the wars that was going on in Mm -hmm. africa prior to slavery what Mm -hmm. was going on what kingdoms was battling all that i don't know i know now in actively looking for that shit Mm -hmm. but i didn't know that shit and it was it's important when we talk about these motherfuckers didn't even fucking bathe these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. didn't even bathe they learned how to um irrigate water from african cultures and Mm -hmm. all the shit like Mm -hmm. these motherfuckers didn't even wash their ass they was running around colonizing people giving them disease because they didn't fucking wash their ass they didn't know how to be hygienic (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so but we know all their fucking history how did this stuff come about in Africa? So, but that was erased because of colonization and white supremacy and blah 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 blah. Right. And so, black folks know how that feels. Like cis mm-hmm. black folks know how that feels to mm-hmm. be erased from a narrative or your your history being suppressed and not focused on so mm-hmm. much to where you don't even know what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. And that's what black LGBT. I don't. I know what. Uh, for me for mm-hmm. black lgbt history the history that we made that's what we want that's what i want where mm-hmm. it's just told the truth tell the truth how did this play a part how did this lgbt person regardless of what 
era we're talking about. You didn't How have to did mention them being gay a lot of times or, or LGBT. You didn't have to do that if you don't want. But I, I, I think do, that's it does play a big part. It does play a big part. I think that's important because it's important because people like us need to see that we we're not just some thing that just popped up. We have been here. That we people have been in a struggle. I didn't recently. I, I was reading a book called the you you the the queer history of the United States, and they were talking about just how San Francisco was queer as fuck when because of all the rules of masculinity and society that was happening when the colonies was taking over the eastern side of the United States. Mm-hmm. West side of the United States was quite free. There were Asians over there. There were queer folks. There were outlaws that were running away from the laws that were just coming over to, like, the West of the United States. It hadn't become states. It hadn't become, um, you know what I'm saying? It hadn't mm-hmm. become what it has become now. And so a lot of free slaves were coming there. A lot of free, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just the wild, wild West. Why it's called wild, wild West. Because mm-hmm. it didn't have the rules that was happening over here in the other states. People were leaving um, slave states and going west and being free and going. So it was a lot of people that was kind of mixed up, Asians, whites, blacks, blah, 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 and a lot of queer folks. That's one of the reasons why San Francisco was already established as like the queer capital of the United States at some point Mm -hmm. because it just, the queer, the history of it it was queer as fuck. It was interracial as fuck. It was so much going on in the San Francisco area, what is now San Francisco, mm-hmm. that um, just that has the history. And nobody talked about that history of how that became so until recently when people started making writing books about it. Mm-hmm. And so telling that history is really, really important. And sure. I think that... Um, you know, there's a reason why California is so progressive. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a reason why that 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 place was the incubation of what we ha- what we see today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I think telling that that history yeah. is important. It's not about um, just inserting us when we don't need to be. It's about if we play a part in this region, if we have a play a part in this movement, tell it, tell it how it's supposed to be, tell the truth. Yeah, I, I definitely take that back. That should be something told. <laughs> yeah. The queerness should be told. It's nothing wrong with it. Mm. <laughs> so what about you? So you think? How do you think it should be told? I I, I like completely agree with both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Diamond and Z. <laughs> um, no, I, I I really I think that it it should just be a part of history. Like it doesn't have to be separated. Like it could just be told, and, and yes, it, I think it's important to, for them to know that this person was a lesbian or non-binary or trans or or gay. I think those those details are very important because there could be a queer person reading and thinking like, "Dang, like that's something that that means a lot to know that this person was able to to do this in history." And I wonder what I can contribute to history. So I think that's important. Um, as far as what black history means to me as a black queer person, I'm always very interested in in learning something new about black history, like but specifically black trans history, because like there was a point when I didn't think that we had any history like I would I would like think like, dang, like I wonder how 
you know, trans slaves or were there any trans slaves or like if they did want to be trans, like how did they maneuver and um, or not did want to be if they were trans and like how did they maneuver and like what were some of the things that they did? I'm pretty sure we've been here but we're just not documented. So mm. like whenever somebody brings up like some some information that I've never heard before, I'm like, that is so sickening. Like I, we were at um was it a visual? Yeah, or some we were at we were we were in Montrose and Diamond, you mentioned that there was a trans slave mm. and um I forgot the details of it, but like that moment was like, this is so interesting because mm-hmm. um, like if you Google that, it doesn't like come up. Like there's so many things about black his black LBGTQ history that we don't know about. And I think that figure out what it is and make it known. I will say it is, it is harder for us to, identify not identify but know when it's trans history specifically because it's such we have to kind of read between the lines because of the language evolving absolutely so that's something that that's kind of hard to navigate. like there's so many names (coughs) for different cultures for trans people in error yeah Mm -hmm. so we definitely have to read between the lines when we when it comes to that and then when things and then when things don't match how we think about it now like now oh if you're not on hormones uh you're not trans or you ain't got no surgeries you're not trans but what about before hormones even existed right what did you do what did Eat a lot of chicken <laughs> soy milk soy milk like, soy <laughs> before capitalism because i do think that has a lot from them for to play capitalism has a lot to play as far as um our consumption of like pushing on that cis heteronormativity gives more money for gives money to surgeons, which I'm not saying it shouldn't be a right, but I'm saying like it gives money to surgeons and helps capitalism go the more they kind of push that cis heteronormativity because like we the capitalistic like, nature of right the medical field right okay. exactly so that does have a part to play like two spirit folks I'm pretty sure they didn't have to be well they didn't have to be acknowledged for who they were. Uh, by having surgery by by surgery or by a doctor by a doctor saying yes you are transgender i know exactly what you are yes we know gender dysphoria Uh uh-huh this is in the books (laughs) you definitely qualify yes you you fit these no they didn't it was a part of the culture it was a part of the um Mm -hmm. you know just their way of life and right. it was understood. I think that's an important part to to mention. It was understood, like a, the culture understood. Okay, this is we we get you. We've seen you before. Instead of like this colonized culture we have now, and mm-hmm. everybody doesn't understand, you know. Yeah. But I I I I think that sometimes we don't understand because we push those things. Like we were just talking about those those trans people that be online just talking about you need to do this and this like. Being, it being performative that's what it is a lot of times it is performative because they're trying to not all the time but a lot of people are trying to get those those brownie points i guess in a way because the more you assimilate in that the more benefit and privilege you get and we could just see by the representation on the media by how you know the things we have to do to be able to be accepted for people to get more comfortable so to say 
That makes sense. I wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying about the medical field and how um, the cishet community played a big uh, part of um, helping the LBGT um, community in a way, but not not intentionally. I think if they didn't figure out um, how to help cis people, male or female, or a cis man woman or woman um with a hormone imbalance i don't think we would have uh, figured out that we could take hormones in order to help ours as well yeah because it was really for it wasn't yeah for us. it wasn't for us <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um and then I, I, it makes <clears throat> me think about all the stuff that we care about now like when we talk about visibility and being on tvs and shows and um, even medication and stuff like that. Prior to all of the shit, prior to TV, prior to moans, prior to everything, whoever was a trans person who had those feelings of like gender incong that whatever, gender dysphoria, not just dysphoria, but like the, that incongruentness of their mind and their body, mm-hmm. who how they had to maneuver because you didn't have TV, you mm-hmm. didn't have hormones, you didn't have access to what this could be at all like no kind of reference and so it almost is like a un unbridled expression of oneself that and it without any kind of um like think about like if you want to if you're a slave and you you know you in the cotton fields and you you know you want to be you know, you trying to your your mind says that I really feel like I'm supposed to be a, a girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so how does that manifest in that era, like mm-hmm. in that era without any reference? Like we even we talk about like your generation Z, where mm-hmm. you can go on the internet and Google da 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 da. In my generation, at least it was some a, a little bit of books that mm-hmm. I can go to the library. But this is we talk about a person who even that didn't they can't answer. read the, or they, they can't read. read yes mm-hmm. like they can't read they ain't no internet ain't no books ain't no nothing and they just mm. are like we I just saw an article about I shared it on Twitter um, about like uh, somebody who was a drag queen in the slave era mm-hmm. and how does that work like how does you know how yeah. does it come about in this era. Yeah. Where there's no kind of um, visibility or awareness. It's yeah. just, this is me and I'm just doing it. I guess they would just have to be only private. Like, if it's sleep time, that's But the they weren't time. private. They weren't private. They were doing it. And so oh, just that. Really? Yeah. They wow. were just doing it. And so. Okay. The, the, just for me it just just imagining that kind of um determination that kind of you know we all know how it feels you have to be a bold girl back then but i feel it's like us i think we're kind of the same way we can't help it we just doing it yeah like we can't because we all i didn't come up in there was a little bit of leeway but with the resources we have now do just doing it is a little bit easier Easier, but yeah (laughs) Without having resources, oh, <laughs> I, guess I could just, just imagine trying just, to. And I want you. I not would though, just bitch. Resources, not I, just resources. We talking about no information. I would be <laughs> pussy stunned like Mary Jones, bitch. I would have cut me off a camel puss. <laughs> 
a cow puss wow. bitch and, and pussy stunted the whole right. time, bitch. Right. Um, oh my right. god. Right Legendary Mary Jones, look her up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, wasn't she a sex worker too? Yes. yes she no. Getting her coins. Get Still her getting coin. her coins. <laughs> and she was pickpocketing. Still getting her coins now. She stole $125, which is estimated in this, well, <laughs> estimated in this time about $2,000. Word out. <laughs> she was getting Come her coins Mary. together. Word out, yeah. Mary. In the French Quarter of New Orleans. Ooh, like Cal Pugs. Alconic. Cal Pugs. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Legendary pussy stunt. How did that smell? <laughs> no. <laughs> the train puppy didn't care. <laughs> Ain't no telling what the hygiene products was given back then. Ooh. It probably was given. I wonder what parts <coughs> she cut off. What she, all she took out. She probably. I don't, I don't know, know how. <laughs> probably was hard to it. She probably was selling them to other girls. A word out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut you out a good old cowboys. Very, I could you. Mm, I don't even want to imagine how this session took place. I can imagine witchcraft I because imagine. it's a magical time. <laughs> no niggas will put their dick in anything, honey. I can imagine it working perfectly fine with the big ass dresses <laughs> and you raising the big ass dresses up with that stuff right there. <laughs> no, with the word out with it perfectly sewn on, bitch. Honey, like the tongue along the gaff, no. baby. Word out. See, I we can just see do her it. Now. We just do it. Yeah, you know, she's making it. it work, right, darling? Making it work, and that's the way love goes. No moans, no nothing. Still fish, baby. <laughs> All natural, all natural, baby. No out more. the seas, fully functional, fully functional. Thought you had me. Thought you <laughs> thought you future girls had it. Come back to these days. Thought you were fish, girl. <laughs> let me I'm gonna show you, show you how to pussy style. Let me show you how to do it <laughs> with no moans, bitch. No advantage. No advantage, <laughs> baby. Y'all thought y'all are in the future doing it, girl. girl. No man. Bitch, you got you got pussies and still getting clocked, bitch. I yeah. I was making it happen with a camel puss. Honey. Honey. Oh my. Okay, with, with surgery and still getting clocked, baby. And I'm back here with this cow snatching $2,000 tricks, baby. Honey. I would have been putting bananas in my pants. Yeah. Making it work. Oh, them niggas, the trans niggas was fucking it up. (laughs) I be be running across stories and be like, these niggas was wearing it out. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't playing with nobody. I would have had made all types of packers. That's why when I was watching that show on uh, Netflix, when that nigga said, when they said that the first cesarean was done by a trans man, I was so fucking gagged that we looked it up. I was like, this motherfucker had been living as a man. This is 1832. What's that? A cesarean? A C-section? That's what it's called. A cesarean. He had a... Oh, so you don't know. So I'm no. about to pop you too. Right. So there was, it's a show. It's called um, Sex Education. Oh, no, okay. not Sex Education. No, no, no. It's called Explained. And they were talking about sex education. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the very first cesarean, the C-section where they take a baby out of you, cut it out, not coming, oh. out, your, not, not coming out your vag, but actually cut it out. Uh-huh. A C-section, a cesarean. 
the very first one that was done and successful that the mother didn't die was done by a doctor by the name of James Barry. And James Barry was born Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) They found out when he was passing, when he died, that he was actually born a woman. Wow. Wore out. I said... I was like, yes, trans folks making history. Uh, uh, perform the first <laughs> cesarean. Right. Right. Yeah, so that was Was sickening. he black? No, he was white. Oh, God. No, no, no. He was white. But it was done on the African woman. Mm. And we don't know um, how. what's that about. Uh, <laughs> but she lived. She didn't die. <laughs> um, yeah, we know what it gives, though. <clears throat> we know they do experiments <laughs> on yeah. the black body. We sure do. <laughs> so we don't know how that worked out. But we mm. sure, oh, I'm sure it was some it fluckery was bullshit. <laughs> but it was successful. She did By die. a trans man. Yeah. All right. So that was really interesting. But just the fact that I've read so many stories about trans men not even being, you don't find out about them till they did. Mm-hmm. And then you see them naked and you're like, what? This is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then they gag. Mm-hmm. Whole newspaper articles I found. Um, just it's just crazy, even like um um Wilmer, um Brian him. It just it's y'all be wearing it out. Y'all just be uh, on farms and shit, get your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. even nobody knowing stealth wearing it out. Paying it. Right. That's but hard. yes. Um I just think doing it. I just think that that kind of history should be um put. Right. In the books, it should be a part of the norm. It should be a part of the, um, mm-hmm. the, you know, just the, right. all the black history. Yeah. All right. Stop erasing, motherfuckers. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend. Uh-oh. I have a friend who... Is a habitual liar. Uh-oh. They lie all the time. If you ask them something, you don't know if they're going to tell you the truth. <clears throat> so my other friend comes to me and they think that the habitual liar is on drugs. No. Like hard drugs, like meth. And... I'm uh, my thing is do y'all think we should do like an intervention with this person even though we know nine times out of ten they're gonna lie about it how do you do an intervention yeah how would you do it just That's confront them like, hey, yo, we think we've been hearing some things from people. Oh, you, oh, so you're going to sugarcoat it. That's so nice. We've been I don't see you doing that, Diamond. I don't think that's sugarcoating it. This real soft, you know. We've been hearing some things. Just respectful. Are you doing? I think that's just a respectful way of addressing of it, addressing yeah. the yeah. issue. Yeah. yeah, I just would be like, I I would say, yo, we people are coming to us saying that you doing the do, and you know we don't want you to destroy your life. And what's going on? Like, I like, do you need some help? Like, what's the tea? What's what's the dirt? 
And we know nine times out of ten she's going to deny it. Mm, yeah. I mean, I would still address it just to try, but. I would get some tea first. Once I see some tension. We, are, we already got the tea. Oh, well, yeah. If you deny it, spill tea. Well, it's, from- you can't prove that because if you're not there, now, I'm not talking about provable tea, but oh. multiple people who get high said, yeah, we got high with her. And so those, that kind of situation where we like. How do you tackle that? But but, but it's not messing up her life. She's still doing her thing. Like, it's not like she homeless or da, da, da. So, and so my question is, should we even say something or just let her do her thing? That's her business. I would. If, if you I really if care I cared about, about this person, yeah. I would. Yeah, you would say something. I would say something. J- just, just even though she probably gonna lie. But I, th- I even yeah even though, just 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 to let that person know that I care. So what's the point? It's letting them know that I I, I I I see I'm paying attention. Sometimes some people think they just getting away with it. And if you really care about them, you don't want to see them spiral down into a negative way of life. So. I would just address it if I see any pushback or denial. I'd be like, okay, I'm just leaving where at. But in my mind, I would still be like, well, that's indirect and indirectly letting them know I know the tea. And I'm just trying to extend my hand. But I guess in a way that could kind of seem like you going over your boundary. But if it's one of my friends or if it's a best friend, like a really close friend, I would I would still ask. Okay, so let me nuance it a little bit more. Oh. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. Oh, well, don't say anything. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. They are my friend, but we have not, ne- it, we have drifted apart. And, and I'm not invested in the friendship enough to give a fuck. To care so much. I care about anybody going through a drug struggle because that's such a personal thing in regards to like my mom and, you know, I don't want anybody to get into drugs. That's just a, just my general, any, even if I don't care about you, I don't want you to get into drugs. So there is a, <clears throat> there's a level of caring, but there's also a level of, I I just don't have time to deal with this. And put the energy into it, but our my other friend cares a little bit more than I do, mm-hmm. and we are all mutual friends. And I've I've grown a little bit more distant than her, and so she was like, so she's come to me like, oh my god, we gotta do something, we gotta help, we gotta. And no, I'm I'll more, just be like, well, you do it. Let me know if you need me back up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you on the backup after you do it, but you go first. I just feel like <laughs> right now where I'm at is it's premature. Mm. Like she she hasn't lost anything. But wouldn't you want to catch it in the beginning yeah, before? Yeah. Because would you feel like trash yeah. if it you <laughs> No, no. <laughs> okay, so well, um, no, then I, I can't. I, I wouldn't feel like trash because it's not me. I didn't do nothing. 
I didn't do nothing. So I right, was, but if you if you didn't say anything before, but if you don't care, it's kind of like if you don't care about the situation, but you do kind of smidge it just because they're on you <laughs> anybody on drugs, yeah. and it's kind of like where do you stand? That's where I'm at. I'm like, I don't know where <laughs> should I stand. What is it? Was problematic? What not? Was not problematic? Because I, part of me is like, a part of our distancing, like us being distant, mm-hmm. is I feel like she don't really care about what's going on with me. Mm. Oh, well, that's simple. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you feel like. If there was rumors of you being on drugs and people heard it, which there has been, has this person asked you? No. Okay. No, it's but nobody believed that. Okay. Nobody. Anybody who knows me personally, (laughs) any anybody who knows me personally knows that I'm not on no drugs. I don't do drugs. People know that. Anybody in club now, if you not connected to me, you could believe whatever. But anybody like y'all know me personally. Y'all know I don't do drugs, Mm -hmm. and so. Know, just the edible here and there you know i'll do and if that's if i go to california and i'm with somebody so this i'm talking a, about yeah, i'm bad. talking about you well, know i wouldn't say i really hate calling weed a drug so <laughs> it has so many benefits like <clears throat> people say smoking smoking in general it actually has like um there's been studies that where it yeah, actually helps your you know, lungs it helps with depression it's different it if it's those drugs she was talking about though. i'm talking oh, about the yeah. meth and the things that make your teeth come out. <laughs> so no, I and so I'm not. I don't think that person believed any of that. So I can't see them. I can't see any of my close friends coming to me asking me about. Okay, so do you feel like that? Do you feel like if it if it was a possibility that that you were, do you feel like this person would show any concern or? Not that it should be a tip for tapping, but if it's on that, then it's on that level, like I a friendship. I can't really say. I can't really say. Hmm. I can't really say. Then and I would just give advice. Just give advice. And, you know, go from there. Yeah. I'm just, uh, my friend is the one. I feel more pressure from my friend, my oh. other friend, our mutual friend. Not about the situation. My friend is more like, oh, my God, we should do something. Yeah. We should. This is our friend. And I'm like, yeah, but like, well, you know the possibility of them denying it anyway. I would just ask the other friend. Okay, <coughs> you ask her individually, because I don't want to. I'll make up some excuse. I'll be like. <laughs> I'll be like, because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable by both, like, they're being teamed up on. You know, you just ask her individually. But we, like, know she's going to lie. We, like, know she's going to lie. We know because she tries to put on airs for us. And that would be something that would be a stain. And so she wouldn't, Mm. she wouldn't say that. I don't know, then. But yeah, I guess I, it's just it's that's, just that's really hard. If you just need, see their reaction, just, just let her just say, "Hey, see her you reaction. know, if you need some help, let it, we we here for you. Let us know." Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh well. But that's all mm, I wanted to know. I just wanted because that's the kind of situation I'm in now. Yeah. Where I'm like, uh, so that's well. one of them life things that you just can't read about. You just yeah. 
<laughs> you just everybody's different. Exactly. Yeah. Well, all right. I think we did a show. Right. Well, thank you guys for definitely tuning in to Marsha's play. You can definitely check. Okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in um, San Francisco this Friday um, at the Culture Club um, Commonwealth <laughs> Commonwealth Club of San Francisco, San Francisco at 12 p.m. Um, there's an event there if you are in the area. Um, make sure you come and holler at us. If you got pretty feet, go holler at your girl. <laughs> pretty bad feet. Right out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Yeah. We see y'all next week. Toodles. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right. Oh, don't you worry about a thing. Baby, you're going to be